Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. So yesterday I decided to take a day off everything. I didn't talk, I didn't see anyone, I didn't eat. I didn't go on social media or use technology of any kind. Basically I wanted to see what would happen when I took away all external stimulus. So when I took away everything coming in, what would my mind throw up at me? And this is in part inspired by a experiment that suggested that people would prefer to be electrocuted rather than be stuck with their own thoughts. But it goes deeper than that. I've come to realise that I spend a lot of my time distracting myself, you know, going to a book or to social media, to my phone, to a game, to a video, to anything. It's became quite problematic in that I would always be doing two things at once, always have a podcast or an audio book in my ear or, you know, just not being present to the current moment. So with all that in mind, I took a day off from everything and this is what happened. So I woke up and almost immediately my brain was buzzing. It's like, it's almost like I was craving external stimulus. But as the day progressed, I decided to do some meditation. I'd sit down and just focus on the sensation of my breath coming in and out of my nose. And some of these I did, you know, timed. So I did like maybe half an hour at a stretch um, and others just more sporadically. What I noticed my mind doing during all of this was it kept going off into tangents of its own, creating little narratives and With each breath, or every time I noticed it, I would try and pull it back to the present, to the focus of the breath. But it kept happening. Sometimes I could go for quite some time, and other times I could maybe last four breaths. My brain just kept drawing itself away. But with the meditation practice, your goal is just to bring it back to the breath, which is what I kept trying to do. So this 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 kept happening, but over time the sensations or the desires to do something or get up, take action, became stronger and stronger. It was like my my brain decided, yes, you're going to do this, and bam, I was up before I even could check that that was happening. It was like the thoughts were pulling me. It was like that I've noticed that my thoughts have been pulling me along as opposed to me directing myself. Quite a few times there, I would get up to you know break break the fast, break my rules of the day that I wanted to set, get up to go and walk the dogs or do some exercise or you know basically do anything. It was like the urge came, I started to act, and then I realized that it was happening. So this leaves me questioning in normal waking life how much of my decisions and my actions and my emotions are lead how much of those are leading me as opposed to me leading them i like to think that i have authority and power over myself to choose what i can and can't do but this day has shown me that i may be a lot more reactive and sort of at the whim of my thoughts and my monkey mind than i would have once believed and would hope to have. 
it really made me appreciate the value of a meditation practice. And I'm going to double down on my efforts to maintain a regular practice daily because the clarity that I feel after doing the meditation sessions is, it's like, it's like when you wake up really groggy and tired and when you have that first cup of coffee, the, the clarity that comes to mind, it sort of feels like that to me, but sort of less jittery and of more like a natural awakeness feeling as opposed to the caffeinated awakeness feeling. There's, there's this sort of crispness to it. Throughout the day, I started to notice things more. I would notice more sounds, more, more sensations, more colors, more stimulus, basically. As my mind became quieter, I could start to see and hear more than I think I usually could have. I noticed things about my house and about the street that I live in and other things around me that I hadn't noticed before. These things I've been staring at and hearing and doing the whole time. It's not like they're new things. But I hadn't noticed them until now. So once again, this leaves me wondering, what else am I missing out on? What else am I not seeing that is just staring me straight in the face? So once again, I want to look into that some more and be a lot more present to the current situation because I'm concerned that I might be missing out on things that I haven't even realized were there. Another interesting thing that has happened is that my ability to visualize, like picture things in my mind, seems to be a bit stronger than it was before. For those that don't know, I train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is basically similar to wrestling. And it's quite technical. There's a lot of moves and all that sort of stuff. But I always struggle to picture myself in my mind doing it. However, towards the end of the day, I was more able to picture things in my mind and visualize my body and my opponent's body and the different movements a lot more clearer. It's like I could play a movie out in my mind that I'm creating a lot better than I typically could. That's something that I've been wanting to to get better at is the ability to picture things in my mind and sort of play around with it. Because that way I can review and, I suppose, train in my mind when I'm not at training. Usually I can't do it, but today I can see it with a lot more clarity, significant amounts of clarity compared to what I usually am like. And finally, I've been able to step back and look at the bigger picture with some of the projects I've been working on. This little experiment has been quite useful because it's allowed me to detach a bit from my life and step back and look at it a bit objectively because for one day I, for all intents and purposes, wasn't living it. So this will be a practice that I'm going to repeat at some later stage and I might make it a semi-regular occurrence because I feel like the benefits of it are just starting out and I'd like to investigate it further. But all I can say is to anyone that's listening, be aware that 
doing this sort of thing that some thoughts and anxieties and that sort of stuff will also pop up. So throughout the day, different aspects of my past and different things that would be fairly triggering, I suppose, kept arising. It was an interesting thing to be able to bring my attention back to the breath and just sort of acknowledge that those thoughts came about and let them go. Whereas on a usual day, those thoughts will pop up, but I often would either ignore them or not address them or distract myself. Or I suppose most likely be impacted by them and taken down that emotional pathway. Whereas today, I didn't have the option to distract myself. So when those thoughts arose, I could see them and acknowledge them and then let them go. Which is, in my mind, a very useful skill to have. And I'm wanting to be able to carry that ability over into regular life when I am talking and communicating and reading and all that sort of stuff. So I think the key here is to develop that regular meditation practice, for me at least, and then to step back from my life every so often to see how I am. Sort of like a maintenance for the mind. Do a, do a checkup for your car, do a checkup for your brain. Finally, I'd like to throw this back to you guys. I would like to hear from you, and if you've got any questions about this little experiment that I ran, or any comments about meditation or mental health in general, please feel free to connect with me on social media. At Zach P. Phillips, that's on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And finally, if you're enjoying my podcast or blog, the best thing you could do would be to share it with somebody. And the benefits are twofold. Firstly, they'll get the benefits of the podcast or blog themselves. So whatever benefit you got, they'll probably get a similar benefit. But more importantly, if you share something like my work that's to do with mental health, recovery, childhood trauma, or anything like that, you're saying to the person that you're someone that they can talk to. By sharing with them, you're opening the door to communication. And if you or them need assistance or support or advice in the future, you've now got each other. Since starting my blog and podcast and subsequently releasing my book, Under the Influence, I've had a lot of people close to me feeling comfortable now opening up about their various mental afflictions. And it's allowed all of us, myself and them, to know that the other person's a safe person to talk to, to share and just express when we need that person just to listen to and to understand.